Diver, watch behind you. God damn, heartless. Fuck. Fuckers. Get him. Oh shit. Are we live? Donald, what are you doing? Hey. You oh stupid bird. Uh, welcome to the. Welcome Donald's to not healing. That's for sure. Yeah, Donald is slacking. Heal me. The... Oh god damn liquor welcome to the gma podcast games nerds and alcohol where we get drunk and and horribly get our ass kicked by fucking video games ah joining us tonight we got a we got an eclectic crew um we got craig and garrick they're uh they're pretty silent they're not gonna say too much they're just gonna chill out and uh they're gonna do their thing they're just they're uh they're doing their thing <laughs> we're being joined by d from microbrew gamers d how you feeling tonight man Doing all right, nah, nah, nah. Been a bit, been a week. Uh, more like uh, I was gonna have some nice rum and coke, um, but the wife drank the rest of my co- all my coke, so now I've got. I tried rum and sprite, and it's just not. It's not enthralling me. So why don't you just drink the rum? Well, I gotta finish this first. Then yeah, then it's just gonna be the rum. Nice. I can't waste. Well, shit. Now that we're talking about it, what type of rum is it? Uh, I'm just drinking the other half of the bottle because I drank the uh, other half last time. Uh, Captain Morgan Silver Spiced Rum. Nice, very nice. And we've got uh, we've got Shinzu joining us tonight. Shinzu man, how you feeling? I'm back from the evil clutches of the land of work. Oh, and I'm very glad I don't have to work any more overtime. So I'm fantastic. This will be the first weekend off in like three weeks. That'll be me tomorrow. Nice. What are you drinking, man? I'm drinking. Some lovely vodka that's been distilled from maple sap. Was was that, oh, that was, so good? Was that the cork on the bottle, or was that a butt plug? That was the cork on the bottle being used as my butt plug. Ah, oh, I like I, it. I'm like I'm it. aroused. I'll be in my bunk. I like uh, I like some chocolate vodka on the side. <laughs> and you heard him. We're being joined by Shadow tonight. Shadow man, how you feeling? I'd be feeling all right. A Donald would freaking heal me. Yeah, fuck Donald, man. Just yeah, he is. He's just screwing around. He's an asshole. I know. But Goofy will hook you up. Oh yeah, he will. <laughs> oh my god, that was so lame. I shouldn't have laughed at that. That was a dad joke. Oh fucking a all all the way. That was a stillborn joke. So aroused by that. And we're being joined tonight by the article. Article, how man? How you feeling? I'm doing good, man. And what are you partaking in this evening? Uh, I got a joint. Forget the name. Oh yeah, sour diesel. Wait, wait hold on. You, you have a joint and you forgot the name. Isn't that kind of apropos? Yeah. I don't know, man. Um, it's it happens. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, and we're being joined tonight by Zyberblood. Zyber, how you feeling? Oh, oh, wait. I'm supposed to talk now, aren't I? I mean, you don't have to. You could, you could, like, you could be like Craig and Garrick and just be like, give me the silent treatment. All right, all right. I'll pull a shadow and pass. <laughs> well, what are you drinking? Uh, I am uh, drinking a uh, Collective Arts Ransack the Universe Hemisphere IPA. That it's sounds really incredible. It, it's, uh, it's very fruity, to say the least. Um, yeah, it makes you feel nice. Uh, I was gonna say pretentious. They they are a six point eight, so they're like in that nice, um, grapefruity taste area. 
Um, God, uh, I don't know what to say about it other than I like it. Dude, it sounds incredible. It sounds absolutely fantastic. Well, I'm Cecil Xavier, your host, and I am partaking in something that probably most alcoholics would call sacrilege. I have a 32-ounce glass, and I had probably 15 different bottles of rum that had just a little bit in the bottom of the bottle. So I poured said rum into said glass. I've got about, I, th- I think I've got literally, I'll send a picture of the bottles if I can remember. I've got like 15 bottles of rum in this glass and it filled it up to about three quarters of the way. So then I just splashed in some Coke. Now, how does that taste? Cause I mean, you would think maybe not good, but maybe you've just hit on something. You know what? Jungle rum. I really wish that I, I recorded what the ratios were of each rum that went into this because this is amazing. But to say jungle so, or jungle. So rock. it's a gutter <laughs> shot that worked out, dude. So I've got the spice. So there's Cruzon in there. A gutter shot that worked out. <laughs> I know. It, it's, it's sacrilege. I know. And anybody who's listening to this, please, for the love of God, don't ever try this. Because I've done this in the past when I just wanted to get drunk, and it has not worked out. I've just woken up the next morning in another state trying to figure out who I am and why I'm there. And then I'm calling my brother, telling him I'm in Mass, and he tells me I don't go to church. And then I have to explain it's Massachusetts. It, it's a bad day. Could could be worse. You could do that while you're in a foreign country and trying to figure out where in the foreign country you fucking are. <laughs> Thankfully, I haven't done that yet. I, I've, I kept my, I've kept my whips about me there. Um, but yeah, there's... Uh, so just to list some of the rums that are in here, it's uh, Cruzon, Kirk and Sweeney. There's the Hemingway rum that I had. Uh, there's some Captain Morgans, both private stock and regular Captain Morgans. There was some coconut rum that was left over that I threw in there. Uh it is the weirdest conglomerate of alcohol I think I've ever done. I, I stuck with rum. I didn't mix it with anything else, thankfully. Uh, the first hit was incredibly harsh, like psycho harsh, like put hairs on my hair is harsh. And then after I got past that initial shock of what did I just drink, it smoothed right out. I don't know whether it mixed correctly or what, but it now has... So it hits the tongue and it has a very, very distinct barrel rum flavor, like bourbon barrel flavor. It goes in with the sting and it's, it's significant. The sting is there because there's some Ryan nephew in there as well. So the sting is there. It hits. It smooths out with all those spices. So like the Cruzon rum, which is heavy in the clove, you get a lot of that clove there, but then it finishes right out with that vanilla Captain Morgany hit. I don't know what I just did. I'm probably going to die, but I'll die happy. So I'm going to go make bacon after the show just to make sure. If you die, I'm stealing things from your desk. That's all right. You can, you can, well, actually, I'll, you'll have to probably turn in everything at my desk. So go right ahead. Yeah. It's going to have to go to me anyway. If I'm going to steal the rest of the energy drinks. Oh yeah. Yeah. I got some more. I got, I got another 30 in my trunk of my car right now. Oh Yeah. So next segment, we got state of games. State of games is where we talk about what we've played for the last week. Or if we really haven't played anything, we just pontificate about how we feel games are today. And boy, do I got a lot to say. So I'm going to let everybody else go. And hopefully I can uh, squeeze in some time for myself. So let's reverse that order. Zyber Blood, man. What's your state of games? Um, my state of games is, well, I played a bit of uh, 
uh, Subnautica. Um, Great game. Yep, some Witcher, and I fell down the rabbit hole of Gwen. You said um, it right. I'm so proud. I was about yeah. to say, are you sure you're saying it right? <laughs> um, I I played a lot of stuff. Uh, Resident Evil, I've been playing that. Um, and most recently, Kingdom Hearts 3. Fucking A right. All right, article. Let's just do the games there, guy. I uh, did not really play too much this week. Uh, I dabbled in some Knights of the Old Republic again last night. That was fun. Uh, we did play Sea of Thieves again. That was um, an inter- it's a, it an interesting game because it's, it's intriguing, but I feel like there's not a lot to do in it. It is so repetitive as fuck, but it's such a fun mechanic of a game. We did get attacked by the um, Megalodon again. Oh, man. We got to kick into some more of that. And the Kraken. Oh, yeah. And the Kraken. Holy shit. I forgot about that. That was awesome. That was awesome. And we got uh, uh, attacked by the Flying Dutchman. We got the Kraken to attack the Flying Dutchman. Fuck you. No way. Yeah. Well, not on yeah. purpose. It just happened that way. <laughs> oh, my God. That I wish I was there for that. It was it was fun. <laughs> it was but actually yeah. just after you bailed. Damn it. Yeah, we just suddenly like I remember looking down and I was like, "Hey, uh the water just went like black, like jet black." And like <laughs> Zyber was just like, "Ah, damn it." <laughs> yeah, and we were just about to uh sink oh, yeah, the we Dutchman. Were, we were fucking the Dutchman up, dude. Like we were destroying them. And yeah, not well enough. That fuck <laughs> oh. That fucking thing came and wrecked our world. But yeah, yeah so that was pretty fun. Uh, other than that, I I kind of forgot that Resident Evil 2 came out. <clears throat> so I kind of want to get that. Um, yes, you do. I also, I also didn't realize that Crackdown, t- or 3 rather, was coming out like next week. Well, not next week, in like 12 days. So I'm kind of... I'm kind of excited about that because I'm hoping it's going to be good. Although I completely understand everybody's apprehension there because, yeah, it doesn't have a good track record. But yeah, other than that, I'm good. Everything's been pretty decent. I like games. <laughs> what about you, Shadow? What's your state of games there, guy? Um, I have been playing Kingdom Hearts. I mean, what else would I be playing this week? Well, I mean, I know you don't like Resident Evil, but. There's that option. Oh, no. I just... I stand by what I told you, though. I think the best survival horror game ever is still Doom 2013. Dude, it's not a survival horror game. It is for the demons! No, it is not! (laughs) It does not count! (laughs) Because they're dying and sucking at surviving. No. 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 (laughs) I'm gonna fight with you to the end of time on this one. Shinzi, what's your state of games? Hold on. I'll agree with you, Shadow. Thank you. Well, my vote will negate whatever they just said. I wasn't paying attention. It wasn't worth noting. Yeah, exactly. Just so, games. Uh, <laughs> I've been uh, playing this game called World of Rizel Car, also known as Work. So I haven't really played too much games, but I did actually manage to download and play about an hour of Resident Evil 2 on a couple games of Player Unknown. But I'm really liking... Resident Evil 2, I'm not liking how freaky it makes me, considering the fact that uh, I haven't jumped that much in a game in a very long time. Dude, I fucking played the game in 1998 at nauseum. I got everything, including tofu. 
and this game scares the shit out of me. But to say, now, making you freaky how, are we talking about just getting scared, or are we talking about you're now become a furry? No, I... I'm, I'd say more along the lines of, like, you walk down a hallway and you see a corpse now and instinctively you at least pop in one shot in it to make sure it's, you know, a dead thing and not just something that's going to be coming back to life. Every Zombie time, virus. Yeah, every time you hear, like, a creak or something like that, you immediately check in the windows to see if something's crawling through or somebody's busted through a door. Like, Zombie the game virus is... breakout at a furry convention. Oh, damn. It'll be like Five Nights at Freddy's, only non-robotic. I mean, I, I don't know if I'd be very terrified about... Hey, there's nothing wrong with uh, furries. Hey, and yeah, you know what? It would, it would be, instead of them shoving you into a suit, they would be shoving themselves into you. I mean, I'm pretty sure that's what happens at those things anyway, but I mean, I can't imagine a zombie being very terrifying when it's wrapped around in fuzz. Yeah, until you see that see... zombie schlong come out and you're like, uh-oh. Oh, but I mean, zombie dicks don't go down. You wouldn't even know it was happening until it was too late. When did you guys get up on furries all of a sudden? Like, what the hell? Wait, what? Oh, yeah. We're supposed to be talking about games, and all of a sudden you're like, furries, fuck furries. Hey, that was you uh, there, uh, Shinzu. I don't... You're the ones ones who adopted two furries for recording purposes. I don't know what you guys do. It's been gone for two weeks. I don't know what you guys are into now. Touche. Besides, I I don't find anything wrong with furries. The, The community is actually pretty decent. Yeah, it's all about anonymity. Anyways, D, what's your state of games? Well, I'm still trying to finish up the uh, Shining Resonance refrain on the Switch. And I'd like to say I would have been able to try out and play some Kingdom Hearts, but uh, there's a little story behind it. I kind of fucked myself on that one. So, uh, from Square Enix, I purchased it, like, right when it was, like, available online for pre-order for the whole special edition, collector's edition shit. I got right on that. So, you know, I put in the credit card information and all that, and you know something? They don't charge your credit card right away. So I forgot about that. Months and months go by, and I go ahead, and, and sometime in December, I get a little uh, suspicious like, um, charge thing, uh, for, email from uh, my credit card company. I'm like, what the fuck is this for 240 bucks? I'm like, who's this? It's like this company based in this country, and I'm like, what the fuck is that? No, that's not good. Well, it turns out Square Enix uses some, like, third-party company for all the financial transactions, so I didn't recognize it, and got it blocked, and got a new credit card thinking I'd been hacked. Lo and behold, no. No, that was my pre-order. And, of course, so Square Enix couldn't charge, so it's like, hey, you gotta, you gotta update your payment information. You gotta update your payment information. Uh, you gotta do it quick, otherwise you're gonna have to cancel your pre-order. Uh, you would cancel your pre-order. But, of course, the email said, instead of showing up in my regular email for some reason, started going to my spam folder, which I was paying no attention to. So I finally, the day before it's supposed to come out, I'm like, I wonder, I haven't gotten any email. Shouldn't I have gotten shipped or something? So I go in and I do a search of my email, and sure enough, in my spam folder, I'm like, oh, fuck. So my special edition pre-order got canceled. So the moral of the story is that you're just awful. The moral of the story is I'm an idiot. However, I went there, and there still were some left, so thankfully, I, um was able to uh, pre-order again, or, well, order, and pay the money. And now I have it. It actually just arrived today, but I didn't have time to actually crack into it. It's it's right there in the uh, behind me. So I just got it, thankfully. Just want to make certain that next month you're going to realize there's going to be a $250 charge on your credit card. You can't fight this one. No, no, it, it's already been. I've already got the charge. It's, it's good now. It's good. I, I didn't fuck it up again. 
The first time, yes, I fucked it up. So I almost pooched myself out of getting to play and have a special edition Kingdom Hearts. Because I am fucking retarded. What came with the special edition? Well, let me crack over... So I can already tell you what came with the special edition. Ah, shit! So, yeah. as, he bro- as he breaks it, he I can't fuck this shit up, drops it. No, it's just, uh, it comes with the game, and then it comes with a special edition. Hold console. on, technical difficulties, I just spilled uh, alcohol. Alcohol abuse! How could I possibly fuck up my system? Give me a second. Let me install this mod chip. You gotta work the metal. Alright, well, I'll get a paper towel. Dude, are you opening a console or having sex? Uh, I was trying to reach the package that sat on the bed so I could pull it out, and my cable for my uh, headphones just pulled my glass over, full of Sprite and uh, rum. So it- so I've got a mess. But here, let me at least tell you before no, I go and clean up a go, mess. What? Go mute your mic and clean it up and tell us later. Clean it up first. No, no, I'll tell up right now. It's just, it's, it's just on the desk. I didn't get anything that important. Okay, I've got, of course, for the PS4... The Kingdom Hearts Deluxe Edition, which has got, you know, the Deluxe Edition stuff, the little art book, a uh, steel book, a little collectible pen. So I got that. And then I got, I got this set of collectible figures from Square Enix. It was only available from Square Enix. So let me just pull that open here. Oh, you Bubble wrap. You mean those same ones you can get from GameStop? I'm fucking with you, man. I'm fucking with you. Yeah, but yeah, dude, did it did it come with the game though? Yes, I just said it's a <laughs> deluxe. It's goddamn it. Yes. <laughs> I hate you. There's no burger in that burger. <laughs> That's exactly what I was thinking of. <laughs> if it was missing the game, I would hate you. <laughs> How could you not see this coming? <laughs> That's what I don't. Get. I know. That's There's what no good. game in my deluxe edition. Oh my so god. So I've got these. Um, these uh, Bring Arts action figures. I've got Sora, Donald, and Goofy, uh, which is one of the high-end figures with the parts you can take off and replace, like the hands and stuff. It's uh, They're all articulated. They're really nice. And they're also a lot of Japanese on it. So, yeah. So that's really cool. And it came with some uh, stickers. Okay. I think they're not high-end unless they're hot toys. If they're hot toys, they're high-end. They're as high-end as they can possibly be coming out of a factory. Well, they're more high-end than fucking Walmart, so... Damn I mean, it. Walmart carries it, so... I doubt it. Not these ones. Walmart carries a type, but not these ones. I think Walmart had some pre-orders for that same exact bundle there. Oh, this is pretty much only a... Uh, I, have, I, have a I have a quick question. Sure. Does anybody know where to get, like, good deals on Xbox One controllers? Yeah, it's called Just Watch the Price at Best Buy, and it drops, like, 40 bucks all the time. Yeah, so that's my state of games. I'm, I'm, I'm going to mute myself and actually clean up a mess. Fuck a duck. You, you do your thing. You do your thing. But yeah, no, if you just... Wa- are you trying to look for, like, the wired or the wireless one? To be honest, I don't really mind. Either. That's a trick question. You, you don't get the wired one. There's no wired one anymore. Well, there are... They're usually third-party, though. And I don't really trust third-party controllers so much, you know? But, like, uh, let's see. Amazon and Best Buy will have, like who can have it cheaper some days. So, like, I think the cheapest I've seen an Xbox One controller go is for 35 bucks. But most recently, they were on sale for, like, 40 bucks. Or, if you're handy with a soldering iron, you can get one from eBay that's broken and then just replace the part that's broken. Which I have done with PS4 controllers probably half a dozen times. I have, like, two controllers that are broken right now. Mysterious circumstances. And I would actually like to do that, because I... 
the, the reason why I've kept them is because the exact opposite things are broken on either controller. Well, it's broken like on one, one controller. The left trigger is completely fucked. And then the other controller, the right trigger is completely fucked. So I was like, if I Frankenstein these two controllers together, I'll have a perfectly function functioning controller. Like, and one controller with two terrible triggers that don't work. So that one I would just throw out probably. It, yeah, I was gonna say we, we'd probably have to take them apart to figure it out. But it's uh, if it's if the board, the flexi board on it, is still functional, then it's probably just the uh, the rubber or whatever the hell that is that that trigger part on it. Yeah, I think it's it's mainly mechanical, and that's actually kind of a t- like a di- it's a difficult issue to fix. See, I've been looking for controllers for Xbox One, or at least like some mods or a third party controller where they have tension to the actual sticks because it just seems like the sticks are just so like easy to move that it's really hard to get those fine movements in. Oh dude, you can uh you can actually that's what I just did. I modded uh one of my my right analog stick on my PS4 controller. I have uh, a bunch of them, but on the white one and yes, I'm racist. The right analog stick went out on me, so I bought a new one, but when I bought it, they actually you can buy replacements that have different tension bars on them or, or different tension um thresholds so i got one that's actually a lot tougher to move so i jacked up the sense so i can jack up the sensitivity on my game but because it's harder to move i can make those slight adjustments a lot easier because i don't move it nearly as far so i remember when i was playing like first person shooters like halo on an xbox 360 controller and like the movements were really easy because if you just move the controller you got some resistance back so you can have your you can have it right up the, uh, but now on these controllers, like the sticks are so easy to move that you have to have the sensitivity lower for me because I can't get those fine movements because it just you go up to five and you still can do any complete three sixty. It's ridiculous. So what you're saying, Cecil, is that you're gonna have one really strong thumb. Oh, dude, I, I've got the index fingers of M compatibility. If I wasn't married already, I would never get laid. But you don't get laid. <laughs> you're right. So I guess it works out anyways. The universe always finds a balance. Well, hey, my state of game, since I got a shit ton to talk about here, I've been playing a multitude of things. Uh, I started off this week with some Destiny 2 because the last word was released on it. And the last word, if anybody played Destiny 1, was the um, it was the automatic firing hand cannon. And it was basically a hip fire hand cannon, but it, it crushed because hand cannons are, well, hand cannons. So they do a shit Boo, ton of damage. Wendy Testaburger. Boo, Wendy Testaburger. Boo. Uh, so I've been grinding out a lot of Destiny 2. I'm actually, I went from, in two weeks, I went from 418 up to 629 for light level, or power level, I guess is what they call it now. So made, they've made the grind a lot easier, a lot more satisfying. Um, they, you know, there's, there's still a lot of content to do. There's still not a lot of reason to do it other than to grind your way up. But they've added a few nice, like, quality of life things in there, which makes it a little bit easier to play. Also, Kingdom Hearts, as, as you've already heard, Kingdom Hearts 3 has been released. I have not played it, though. I have it. It's on my table. I haven't touched it. Mostly because Resident Evil 2 came out. Now, I, I got I to talk about this for a second because I went... But I also got to know. Oh, go ahead. I got to know. Have you found a liquor yet? Yes. Did it get you in the dick? No. Damn it! Before you guys get off on a rant, I'd just like to say Resident Evil 2 is greater than Kingdom Hearts 3. Oh, by far. That's rude. By friggin' far. 
So I love Kingdom Hearts, and don't get me wrong. I love Kingdom Hearts. I'm a huge, huge fan of it. But I went into Resident Evil 2. I played the demo, and the demo blew me away, like blew my socks off. Much it was pretty fun. Yeah, much different than the Anthem demo, because the Anthem, well, beta or whatever. Well, now you're just getting salty. Well, no, I played that, and I really didn't feel, like, it didn't feel good. I found a bunch of friggin' issues in it, and everybody's like, oh, I didn't I didn't see any of those issues. I'm, I'm just thinking, like, did you explore it all, or did you just blitz through the story, or blitz through the mission to try to get through the end of it? Because definitely on a... I, I come from a I come from a different mindset when it comes to beta testing. Like I was beta testing before everybody was releasing beta tests as demos. So I, I go into it, I'm looking for shit wrong. And I found shit wrong in the Anthem demo. Or Anthem beta or whatever it is. So I, I'm I'm like I'm I'm super disappointed in that. However, Resident Evil, Resident Evil 2. I went all the way fucking up on everything I could, and I could not get enough of it. I started playing that game. Now, I, I, now bear in mind, I've gone through Resident Evil 2, the one that was released in 1998, and I've gone through it at nauseum. I've done every scenario multiple times, both characters, different suits or different costumes. I've, I've unlocked everything in that. I've unlocked Tofu. I've unlocked everything in that game when I played it. I played the hell out of it. I get in this Resident Evil thinking to myself, I know the storyline. I'm fine. What do you got? What do you got, uh, Shenzu? So, um, before you get too far into this, I just want to ask you one question. And for anyone else, I don't know if anyone other than me and Cecil has actually played Resident Evil 2, the remake. But uh, one thing I actually do find a little bothersome about the game is that you can turn a zombie's face into complete Swiss cheese and they're still coming at you. Like, I had a zombie grab onto me, try to bite me, but like I blew his lower jaw off. There was no cheekbones left. There was no like eye sockets anymore. It was just like a flat piece of meat. And I was like, what, what are you going to do? Bleed on me? So that's actually something I want to get into. So the original... Res- so we're, we're going to step back. Jesus. Two decades right now. Two, or actually two decades and a year. To when Resident Evil 2 came out. I had played Resident Evil 1. And the Resident Evils are... They started off... And they really, like, really concreted the survival horror genre. Now, survival horror, yeah, survival horror is not a let me go through and blast every enemy I can possibly find in the face and then move on. Survival horror is about ammo management. It's about running from encounters. It's about dodging around things when you can. And unfortunately, when I started off playing Resident Evil 2 this, round, this time, I have been so spoiled by playing things where you just shoot everything in the face that I completely forgot the whole survival horror portion, mostly because there really hasn't been a good survival horror game released in the past like decade, except for you know Evil Within, but I haven't had a chance to complete that game. So I completely forgot all of my friggin' survival horror skills. So I get into this, and I'm always out of ammo. I came to that realization today when I'm running through and I met Mr. X. Now, anybody who plays Resident Evil 2, you know who Mr. X is. I'm not going to spoil all that crap for you. If you haven't played it already, you're going to figure it out. So I met Mr. X, and I'm sitting there going, huh, I can't kill this guy. I'm foobard. Then I realized, wait a second, it's survival horror. I don't need to kill him. I just got to get by him. 
now all of a sudden I've got like, I've got 12 shots of Magnum ammo. I've got 30 shots of nine mil. I've got like 10 shots of shotgun. I'm sitting there going, man, I'm swimming in ammo. I should kill more things. But one thing I want to point out on resident evil Two the remake. So 1998, when it came out, that game was scary. Now it wasn't terrifying. It was scary. 88. Really? No, I said 98. Did I say 88. I think so. Oh, shit. Well, I meant 98. Sorry. So the original one, when it came out, it was scary, and it, it had some jump scares in it, but that was really the the culmination of it. There were some jump scares. Otherwise, it was just a creepy atmosphere, but it wasn't really that bad. Jump forward to this one that's been released now. This game is terrifying. I don't scare easy. I've played, I've watched every horror film that you can think of. I've watched some really bad ones. I've watched, I mean, Sinister in the past 10 years has probably been the best one that's come out in a while. But even, even like, even that, I don't get scared easy. You know, somebody jumps out of around a corner, yells boo. Okay. You get my heart rate up for a minute, but it's not like it's scary. It's like, okay, you you got me. Good job. This fucking game, this fucking game is terrifying. Just like, uh, just like, um, Shinzu was saying, you walk by a corpse and you're like, that corpse was like a foot over to the left last time. Let me pop a cap in his ass. Just make sure he's not going to move on me. And he just boop. Okay. It didn't move. And you continue on. And then you come back and it's like the original dead space game. You run by it. You run by the same body a dozen times and it doesn't move. But that 13th fucking time you get a little close to it. All of a sudden the thing lunges out at you. It's got a, it's got a hold of you. And now you're a human happy meal. When I was playing this game, there was definitely road signs, and I thought long and hard about jumping and smoking them. Dude, that first... So, Resident Evil 2, the remake, they have changed enough to make it more believable, but they've kept it close enough to the original Resident Evil 2 to make that nostalgia boner just get, like, full mast. I like the very beginning of the game where, like, you're the truck driver you're seeing the truck driver and then like in the town right because in the first resident evil game the truck driver turns into a zombie and you see him behind the wheel as a zombie exactly in this game they have him just passing out at the wheel which makes a lot more sense than the zombie suddenly coming to like run you over exactly and 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 that's one of those changes that when it happened in 1998 and you watch it you think to yourself oh zombie behind the wheel okay whatever but then you know, you just kind of pass it over, but then they did this and exactly what Shinzu just said, they made it so that it was more believable. The guy's sitting there holding his neck and you see him start to pass out from blood loss because, you know, he's fucking hurt and he passes out and the fucking truck goes all over the place and then it smashes and explodes. Um, they, Even before that, man, the burger that that guy was eating, like that thing looks so awesome. Like I opened up that game and I turned everything up to high and I'm like, that is a, that is a five guys burger right there. Dude, they have done so well at making this game look better. And that fucking picture from Sinister with that little girl, you're an asshat, dude. You're a fucking asshat. That's all I'm saying to that. Moving on. Um, so the whole intro, if you remember from 1990, and then they've changed a bunch of things, and I'm really glad that they did. So in, in the 1998 one, the whole thing starts off with Claire going into a restaurant. And as she goes into this restaurant, 
She walks in. She sees some zombies. She freaks out. She runs to the door. She opens it up, and there's Leon. Yells, get down, and then he shoots the zombie behind him. Now, if you think about this from a logical standpoint, there's no real reason that Leon would have stopped at this friggin' restaurant whatsoever. Like, there's no point to it at all. So they change it up, and they change it to a gas station. Because logically, if you're pulling into town, you might need gas. So yeah, Leon stops at a gas station, goes inside. And let's be real. The guy's driving a Jeep. He's gunning to gas up. Oh, fuck yeah. He probably needed, he, he probably gassed up at that gas station, drove into Raccoon City and needed to gas up again. It was only like five miles. So Resident Evil 2, I, until I see something better, that's my game of the year right now. Like, I am calling that. They, Capcom has In done. January. Dude, Capcom <laughs> has done an amazing job of keeping that nostalgia boner, keeping the story to what it was but also increasing it's exactly like what they did with the resident evil one remake so i i have i have said up and down left and right whenever i played the original resident evil it felt like there was something missing from it like there were so many things that i was like there should be something right here and there isn't and then the resident evil remake came out and all of a sudden that whole thing is there and i'm like fuck i knew it was supposed to be there for the Resident Evil remake, honestly, like I played through Resident Evil and Resident Evil 2 so many times. And when the remake came out and it came out for GameCube, I was incredibly excited. And then I was so pissed off because I had not jumped that hard in a game, I don't think, ever in my life. Like what, the first time you go through and you pop that first zombie and he goes away, then you find him again, you kill him again. But then you go upstairs and you pop your other zombies. And then like you come back to the game and they're like, their bodies are still there. And you're wondering why their bodies are still there. Exactly. And then like the 13th time you go through, they start getting back up and they have that horrible like groan moan sound and their skin is all red and they're like their bones for their, their like hands are turning into like claws. You're like, oh, that looks like the first stage of liquorism. And that's terrifying. Dude, the fucking redheads, man. And that's like the thing that has been terrifying me of Resident Evil 2. I've been going through and I've been seeing the body still there and I'm going... That fucker's going to get up. I've already capped him like four times, but he's going to get up. Different different virus, so hopefully not. Remember, remember, Raccoon City is the G virus, and the T virus is what caused the mutation for the for the first ones and the uh, redhead stats. Yeah, but who knows? Maybe they're going to incorporate that into this. I don't know. They already took out the Brad really Vickers thing. So I'm kind of excited that they're trying to fix continuity here. Maybe they'll introduce something new. I honestly forget what the Brad Vickers thing was. Okay, so in the original Resident Evil, there was a thing that you could do that, you know, that beginning part where you run through all the cars and you make it to the the actual, you make it to the police station. Well, if you run through and you don't pick up any items whatsoever, you get to police station, you bank left, and you can actually go underneath the, uh, there's like the little walkway there. Oh, right, the helicopter, the helicopter pilot, the first one. Brad Chickenheart Vickers is down there and he's a zombie and you get to blow him away. But in Resident Evil 3, the guy gets, yeah. Well, there there's a continuity error there, because in Resident Evil 3, Nemesis kills him. And does anybody remember how Nemesis kills him in Resident Evil 3? Oh, yeah. He tentacles him through the, through the throat, or through the mouth. But And he goes right through the back of his head. And what happens when you blow away somebody's brainstem? They can't come back. So it was a huge continuity error. So that was one of the things that, in Resident Evil 2, they cut that out. Brad Vickers is not there. So I'm kind of excited. Like they're either fixing continuity and they're going to leave Resident Evil 3 as it is, 
or they're going to come back and make a remake of Resident Evil 3. And if they remake Resident Evil 3 like they've done 1 and 2, I'm just going to throw money at them. I'm literally just going to open my wallet and throw money at them. Stars. Dude, and the thing is, they've done such, like, so far, what I've seen out of Resident Evil 2, they've done such a good job of keeping a creepy atmosphere. Not like Resident Evil 4, 5, and 6, and even, well, no, not 7. 7 is actually pretty good. But 4, 5, and 6 weren't survival horror games. They're like Dead Space 3. They're shoot-em-up games. You blow everything away that comes at you. There's no there's no conservation of ammo. There's no, oh, shit, something's going to come around the corner, and I don't have enough ammo for this. Dead Space 3, Resident Evil 4, 5, and 6, you've got all the ammo in the world. You're just blowing shit away. But Dead Space, like the original Dead Space, you really had to figure out, what am I going to shoot? No, I'm going to use my stomp more because I don't have enough ammo to shoot everything. So it was just, I can't say enough good things about Resident Evil 2 right now. But anywho, that's my state of games. I know I I said I had a, a lot of fucking stuff to talk about but it was worth it totally worth it dude resident like seriously if you haven't picked up resident evil 2 and i i rarely say this about games anymore it's worth the price of admission it's worth every penny and you know if you buy the game on if you buy the game on humble bundle i i do have to somewhat kind of voice a little displeasure with the fact that it's a 60 dollar game considering it's a remake Dude, it's worth sixty dollars. I'm dead yeah, serious. I, and and I, I I believe that I believe that's that's a fair statement. Uh but still it is a remake of a game. Usually they like remakes usually I think they usually come out at first for like forty, you know? That's like the trend anyway. I mean keep in mind this just wasn't like a straight port where they like polished the graphics. They redid like the game from the ground up. And they added they, stuff. Like, all the mechanics, yeah. Like the the headshot mechanic, where like if you every once in a while, if you pop them in the head, they. Have you played Halo Two? I have played Halo Two. Yeah, they did it basically the same thing. Uh, now, granted, you can't keep the same mechanics as the old Resident Evil Two because the old Resident Evil Two's mechanics are garbage. Nobody would want to play that now. You know what I'm saying? Mm. I mean, I didn't buy the remake for Halo Two, so. Oh, I did. It's so good. It's so good, though. Neither did I, so I, I'm, I'm going to be speaking ignorance there. I loved Halo 2, though. I loved Halo 2. It's a very, like, it's a very well-polished, like, it looks incredible. I fucking hated the ending of it, though. Like, that ending of Halo 2, I wanted to find those developers and punch them in the throat. Oh, yeah, yeah. I do yeah, love yeah. how that game ended. Master Chief, where are you going? To make a sequel. Exactly. That's what he fucking. That's exactly <laughs> what he fucking said. And then Halo Three is going to end. It's going to end exactly how the last chapter of Harry Potter ended. They're going to split it into two goddamn movies. Dude, that pissed me off so much. Like, I got to the end of Halo Two, and I'm like, "Are you fucking serious?" And then Halo Three didn't come out. Like, Halo Three didn't come out for the Xbox. Come for the right. Xbox 360 or whatever the fuck. Not the one that I had. So I still, to this day, have not played Halo Three. So I have, no fucking, I have no fucking clue how that story turns out. It's all right. Bruh, it's Halo Reach was so much better. No, wait. Th- all right. Yeah. Hang, no, on, Halo, hang, on, hang on. Halo 2, in my opinion, is, I think, the, the least good campaign out of all three Halos of the first trilogy. 
not counting four or five because they're both terrible. Um, but Halo Three, I thought, was an excellent ending to that that trilogy. I really like Halo Three's ending. Um, I don't know, maybe I'm biased there, but I thought that that trilogy was fucking dope. What do you got, Zyber? Um, Halo Three, yeah. Shinzu helped me uh, crank through the last bit of that game, and uh, fucking owned it, man. You fucking I, scrub. I probably wouldn't have gotten through that last bit on my own on Legendary without uh, Shinzu. So I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you a story about about Halo and how much I love Halo. So my brother, Article, uh, actually got Halo, the first one, as a Christmas gift, and. He played that game and introduced that to me. And then, like, we started playing multiplayer. And I'm like, man, I really love this multiplayer game. But he was right. crushing me. Like, Dance he was three. really good. And then, like, I was like, you know what? Hang on. And then I turned around. I was then crushing him. And then we got Halo 2. And I was like, oh, I'm going to buy an Xbox just to pick up Halo 2. So then I got Halo 2. I got Halo Reach. I got all the Halos. Played them all. Beat them all in Legendary. And then I got the Master Chief Collection and beat all the campaigns again on Legendary. Because I I love the series that much. Yeah, I think I did the same. I have to interject here for just a second. Whoever, Zyber, that fucking Brad gift that you got going on, the loop on that is incredible. Like, like it's really good. Like, that loop is fucking... I've I've watched it probably 20 loops right now, and I've memorized. But when you actually see where it actually resets, you can't unsee it. Well, yeah, like, I figured it out now. I I see it. I see it there. Now I can't unsee it. But like I've been watching everything else, and I've been just like I've been catching that loop over and over, and I've been like, "Holy shit, that's a great loop!" Shadow, you've been quiet over there, man. He's just trying to make a Jill sandwich. I mean, you guys have been talking about Resident Evil for like you know two days now, so yeah, yeah. Look, look, man, it's not our fault that you're a pansy and you can't play that game. I just don't like the mechanics of it. I haven't played it yet. Tell tell us about uh, tell us about Kingdom Hearts two point nine. Oh, that. That was the most like self jabbiest jab I've ever seen anybody do. If you haven't played it yet, spoiler alert, but at the very first splash screen after it does the cool animation cinematics, it comes with a splash screen and says Kingdom Hearts 2.9. So you don't even start playing three for like an hour. I just shot themselves in the foot there intentionally. It was hilarious. Yeah, he told me that at work, and I was like, dude, spoilers, but I'm like, no, nah, that's cool. That's actually pretty fucking funny. It was hilarious. Speaking of work, I got to tell you guys about this fucking story that happened at work, because it's fucking amazing. <laughs> so, we got this guy. We're just going to call him the Millennial Falcon. Pause. What? Story time with Cecil. <laughs> it's story time with Cecil. When <laughs> childhood memories abound. All right, so we, we've got this guy. He's the Millennial Falcon. He he looks like he's 17, but he's like, I don't know, 52 or something. I don't know. He, look, he looks like he spent his first 15 years just living in a vat of hand lotion, just moisturizing lotion. That's what he just did because the guy's got fucking amazing jeans, and I'm jealous. I'm looking, at, I'm looking in the mirror seeing my crow's feet, and I'm going, Jesus Christ. Anyway, so the Millennial Falcon. We're all sitting there, and I, I it, it was a Friday. You know, the the big boss he left early, and honestly, I'd gotten most of my shit done. So I was like, you know what? I'm gonna get up. I got up, and I was just like, I'm gonna fucking take a break. 
And I follow, I went back and I went to go find, uh, I went to go find Shadow and, uh, and Donnie and all them and find out, see, hey, fuck, I'm going to go get some sushi, see if they want to go. So I went in and, uh, like, of course, they've got food. So I'm walking to the back. I find them. They're, they're all back in the warehouse. So I fucking, I follow them. And while we're back there, we're just bullshitting. And, and Donnie goes, oh, yeah, the Millennial Falcon, he's really scared of black people. Now, before you get going, this isn't super racist, so just fucking put your pants back on, you know, put down your protest signs and just listen to the damn story. So Donnie talks and says how the Millennial Falcon is scared of black people. So I'm like, I literally, I do the slow turn and stare with the face of utter contempt of like, really, dude? And I look over at him and he looks at me and he realizes that I've got this look of contempt on my face. And he goes, well, no, just really, really pitifully. And I start, you know, we all start laughing because it was perfect. He just like, it went dead silent. I just look over. He's like, no. So we're all laughing and whatever. And and I'm trying to make him feel better because I'm like, dude, we're not laughing at you specifically comedy is about timing and you just nailed timing on that man you you did something very funny and it was awesome so we're all sitting there and i didn't realize it but donnie had enacted a plan and didn't tell anybody or maybe he told a couple of you i think he told uh i think he told buddha about it so we're sitting there and one of the big guys comes in one of the you know he's on the gs side and he's one of the big wigs he comes in and he's a black gentleman and he comes, he comes storming right in and he butts right in and he's got this super serious face on him. And of course, cause he's there, we all get quiet and we look over like, Hey, he's got to say something. So we stop. And as we're sitting there waiting, I take a drink of my monster and he comes right out. He looks over at the millennial Falcon and he says his name and he goes, you don't like black people. I fucking breathe monster. <laughs> I literally breathed monster and I'm, I'm running over to the garbage can. Cause I'm now spitting monster out of my nose and tear ducts and everything else. And I'm, and we're laughing hysterically. The poor millennial Falcon. He's, he's like turned beet red. And then all of a sudden all the blood drains from his face. He turns like completely stark white. It was amazing. And the bigwig from the GS side, he kept a straight face the entire time. We're all dying laughing, and he kept a straight face. What do you got, Zyber? Are you sure he wasn't the aluminum mallard? Dude, fucking Roger Wilco. Uh, that's Space Quest 4. Actually, sorry, that's Space Quest 3 where he picks it up in the junkyard. I know that fucking game. But yeah, it was hilarious. And then the GS guy, he walks behind the ca- like behind some boxes and stuff. And poor the the poor Millennial Falcon, he's still like he's scared. He's really still like fucking scared. And then the GS guy sticks his head back out and goes, "I'm just messing with you, man." And then all of a sudden he's like, "Oh god." And you see him like take a breath and just all of a sudden mildly relax. We're all still laughing our balls off. And then somebody had said, hey, are you all right? He's like, no, I feel like I'm going to pass out. <laughs> and that just kicked me into another friggin' laughing frenzy. I, I, I probably died and I'm now dead because of that. It's fucking amazing. Sounds like a roller coaster. Dude, if you were there, it would have been 10 times as funny, but it was still fucking funny. But is he afraid of black people?
So no, he's not. That's the thing. <laughs> he's not afraid of black people. But the way Donnie set him up. I don't know. That story makes it sound like he is. It really does. Donnie had texted the GS guy and was like, dude, you got to come in here and just bust on the Millennial Falcon and be like, hey, are you, you don't like black people? Dude, it worked out so fucking well. Did his statement start with, I'm not racist, but... Uh, no, it didn't. He just, he looked at me in a very pitiful manner and just was like, no. That poor kid, at his next job, he's just going to be like somebody that got up in an abusive relationship and everything's going to make him flinch. Oh, God, yeah. All right, moving on. You just gave the guy PTSD. Dude, we, we, we just made him a therapy bill. Like, we seriously did. Anywho. Can't handle the heat. Get out of the kitchen. On that note, Zyberblood, where can people find you at, man? Uh, we have uh, questions. Motherfucker! I mean, thank you. <laughs> and why are you the captain now? I am the captain now. I'm almost <laughs> through this entire goddamn glass of rum. <laughs> like things, things are, I'm starting to see vapor trails. Okay. You shape up and you fly straight. Well, as straight as you possibly can in your condition. Okay. So first question. First question. We got we, we to kick through these because um, I'm, I'm fading real fast. Like I'm turning into a pirate. All right. First question. Without telling the game and spoiling it for others, what are your thoughts on Kingdom Hearts 3 so far with what you have played? All right. Let's go this down easy. D, you haven't played it yet, have you? No, thanks for reminding me. All right, Shinzu, have you played it? I'm sorry, I wasn't listening. Okay, shout out. What's your thoughts? It's a movie masquerading as a video game. So it's, uh, it's Metal Gear Solid 4. Rock on. Article, have you played it yet? I have not. All right, Zyberblood, what's your thoughts? Um, I kind of feel like it's a little bit of a regurgitation, but it's still enjoyable. You know, my thoughts on what I have actually touched of it is it is a whole lot of Kingdom Hearts 1 and 2, but just with a new story and some new mechanics, and that's what I fucking love about it. Oh, and updated graphics. Fuck yeah, updated graphics. Next question. Your favorite video game protagonist kicks in the door asking you to join them on a quest for glory save the world save someone what do you do <laughs> no all right Zyberblood. what's your answer man my answer is uh well leon kicks in the door and asks me to come help him and i tell him go fuck himself i'm not doing that no fuck you that's pretty much where I was at. I'm like, dude, there's not gonna, there's gonna be a road sign that's gonna meet my face real fucking quick if that happens. All right, article. What about you? I didn't hear the question. So the question is: Your favorite video game protagonist kicks in the door, asking you to join them on a quest for glory, save the world, save someone. What do you do? And who is it? So we'll we'll specify that. I probably put down the acid. Honestly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Put that shit down. It's like time Sam to move just on. kicked in my door and was like, yo, we gotta go save Zebes or whatever. I'd be like, I have, I have taken too many drugs. I have smoked myself retarded. <laughs> uh, what about you, D? I'd bite him. Nice. Yeah, you'd probably spread the infection. Well, who is it? Exactly. Who is it, though? But Leon? Was well, that your favorite video game protagonist? Oh my god, he wasn't even paying attention. <laughs> oh, I thought we were still on the Resident Evil kick. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh my god. 
I'm sitting here just drinking my rum. Let's do the All right. time warp again. All right, Groundhog so, we're, we're gonna re- we're gonna rewind this. D, are you listening? I'm <laughs> not really. No. Your favorite <laughs> video game protagonist means the one you like the best just kicked in your door asking you to join them on a quest for glory save the world save someone whatever what do you do so first off who is it i'd say it'd be one of the final fantasy characters all right so, and i'd still bite them all right all right i'm solid. i'm going to spread infection uh so my favorite protagonist actually ironically is from the game quest for glory and i have no clue what the hell his name is i think his name is just hero and if he kicked in my door and he's like, hey, dude, we got to go to Spielberg or whatever the fuck the name of this place is. And we got to save the princess and we got to fucking fight a frost giant. I would be like, dude, give me a set of lockpicks and a dagger. I am fucking right there because I fucking love that game. But you had to type Quest for Glory in there. So fuck you, Zyber. Crickets, crickets, crickets. Anyways. OK, so next one. Oh, fuck you. What's your favorite brace face joke? Brace face. Yeah, yeah he's busting my balls because I have braces now. All right, the popcorn tasting. I don't know. I'd have to invent a time machine first and go back to middle school to remember. All right, D, you have any brace face <laughs> jokes? I got none. No. How about, no. How about you? Uh, how about you, Shinzu? I don't have any, but I hear they have some soap that can help with your acne. Oh, good. Oh, that's <laughs> that's a good one. I like it. Thank See, that's you. That's what I'm saying. What about you, Shadow? <laughs> no, I don't have any. <laughs> <laughs> fucking ass. <laughs> Arco, you got anything? He just made the noise. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I I don't know, man. I I don't think I've got any. I don't. I don't know. I don't. I don't think it's wrong to have braces or anything. You know, braces are racist. They don't like black people. They're scared of black people. Actually, people would call you like what metal mouth or whatever. I guess the next logical progression would be Baraka or something. Oh yeah, that would be good. That's actually a good was one. that a was that a was it a goosebumps thing where the kid had the the mouthpiece in and he could hear dogs talking? I thought that was saw. No, the, no, that that was um yeah, that was goosebumps. That was goosebumps. No, yeah. no, 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 it wasn't. It wasn't. That was actually from Erie, Indiana, the old Erie, Indiana show I used to watch. Oh, Holy okay. shit! There you go. Jesus, Mary and even, Joseph, dude, how the hell did you pull that one out of the banks? You can't remember what you had for breakfast. I don't remember that at all. Yeah. Brain damage is a mysterious thing. <laughs> he Some like just skips are, generations. Okay. What about you, Zyber? Oh god. What's your favorite brace well, joke? Uh mine is uh this little like thing that um it was a image. And it was like someone that had uh just one set of braces on just the top, right? On the upper. Yeah. Yep. And it was like uh hey, like Claude, Gerald or whatever, you know. I think the upstairs neighbors are into some weird kind of bondage. Yeah, because they've all got braces on and they all had their mouth covered. They can't talk. Yeah, yeah. That's a good one. No, so, my- so I don't have any. Uh, I don't have any jokes about it, but I will say, as a word of advice, wear your retainer. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Because so, you might end up like D, who actually broke his retainer, never put it on, and his teeth I, are all messed up now. Hey, hey, guys, I swallowed at least three of them. Have you guys Fuck seen? Off. Have you have you guys seen this? Wait. Oh, never mind. Never mind. I'm an idiot. I'm an idiot. <laughs> Alrighty. So my favorite brace face joke happens to be, hey guys, just be careful. Because if you're on Reddit and you're surfing brace face, I'm posting there now, so might be me. Gross. 
<laughs> I had to brace myself for that joke. Exactly. Ah, uh, 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 I saw you there. Ow. You listen to Kanye West more now? <laughs> oh, no, he just tries to avoid rubbing his knuckles across his mouth. Through the wire? <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, now yeah, hair gets caught your, uh, in there and all this other shit. Does your braces hurt your boyfriend's dick? No, uh, no, he's okay with it. Yeah, I haven't gotten uh, stra- uh, scratches yet from him. No, no, scratches was a fucking incredible game, though. Oh, oh before I forget, before I forget. Yes, it was. Uh, Zyver, what is the name of that game? The, the pirate game coming out? Skull and Bones. Yes. Skull and Bones. That's what I thought. Damn it. Is that a sequel to Skull and Crossbones? (sighs) Right. That's what I thought, too, when I first heard it. All right. Next question. What game are you still trying to fit into your rotation? Resident Evil 2. Understandable. What about you, Zyber? Um, Well, I'm trying to uh, still fit in every last thing that I have on Steam. Nah, don't be a bitch. Give us a game. Uh, Well... I want to try and work back into some um, uh, Starbound. Oh, I love that game. Because after the, what was it, 1.4 or whatever, the the uh, stability uh, build, Yeah, I haven't really jumped into it. That's understandable. What about you, D? What are you trying to fit into your rotation of games? I'm actually trying to fit in uh, what's still sitting on my shelf. The uh, remake of Tales of Vesperia. Great game. I really like the uh, Tales. I really love the Tales uh, series. So I I have been, like, I've been a hot and cold when it comes to Tales games, but I love those JRPGs, and and fuck if if I'm not, like, a sucker for them. And uh, Tales of Vesperia was actually one of the better ones. What are you, Oracle? um, I I don't know. I would like to make more time for a lot of games, actually, because there's a lot that I have that I just have not played. Uh, Fallout 4 is one of them. Uh, I've only, like, really played bits of it. Uh, yeah, I mean, Dying, oh, Dying Light, any of those, like, I haven't played that, I have that. Uh, I don't know, man, I got a lot. <laughs> I'm with you. I can tell you what game I'd love to fit into my schedule right now would be a remake of Illusion of Gaia. Oh my god, oh, yes. damn, yeah. Yes. That game is so fucking cool. I, I would it. quit work to play that game. <laughs> what about Secret of Evermore? You remember that game? Yeah, hell yeah. Yeah, I dude, Secret of Evermore. What was I still have it boxed. Secret of Evermore, Secret of Mana. Into a toaster. Fucking great game. Yeah, that game. was fantastic. It's a great game. I, a remake of that, too, would be nice. Just leave the game exactly as it is. Just update the graphics. What about you, Shadow? What are you trying to fit in? Trying to fit in Rise of the Tomb Raider, along with Just Cause 3. I own both of them, just haven't had a time. Rise of the Tomb Raider is so fucking good. Oh my goodness. So I've got I've got three games that I really want to fit into rotation and I still cannot seem to do it. Um Final Fantasy 15. I, I really want to fit that into rotation. I want to get through the end of it. I, I've played a little bit of it and what I've played of it I loved. And I just I I gotta fit into rotation, but just was so so I'm so busy, I can't give it the attention it needs. And I really am upset about that because I want to give it 100% full attention to shut out the world and play it. And I, I just haven't been able to. Um, another game, it's actually really old and you'll probably hate me for saying it, but uh, South Park, The Stick of Truth. Uh, so good. I really, I haven't even tried it yet. Solid. I really want to give it 
give it the time it needs. And I, I just haven't, since it's been released, I've been so busy. I haven't had an opportunity to really give it the time it needs. There are parts of it that are extremely frustrating, but all in all, it's a pretty damn good game. Yeah. I stopped at the part where the gnomes and you see your parents fucking. <laughs> so the third game is, it's a PS4 exclusive, Horizon Zero Dawn. You didn't even make it to the abortion clinic, man. You think it's, it, it, that game gets worse. <laughs> oh God. It's hilarious. Yeah. So th- those are my games that I, I want to try to fit in. I just really haven't had an opportunity to fit them in. All right. Next question. Do you have a remedy for gamers block other than time? So let's specify what gamers block is. Gamers block is where you've played everything and you're just, you're not feeling it. You're just not feeling playing a video game or, or it could be any video games for that matter. Yeah. I get that all the time. Masturbation. All right. Um, well, what, 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 how do you, how do you get past it? Article. I think eventually I find a game that looks intriguing, you know, and then sometimes you play a game that, that looks intriguing that actually is good. Uh, like Ori in the blind forest. Fuck. Yeah. That's a game. Right, like that's a game. I I picked that game literally out of a hat. I just saw the the like the image on the front cover, and I looked at it. You know, checked out some of the screenshots and stuff, and I was like, "This kind of looks up my alley. I'm gonna check this out." And then played it and was like, "I was blown away by it." You know, I loved the experience. But that sort of thing is pretty rare. Like that that level of of just like involvement in a game, like you don't really get that much immersion anymore. Most things are more just about like kind of having fun or trying to at least. So D hooked me up with that game. He got it for, I think, my birthday a couple of years ago. And oh, nice. Admittingly, I didn't touch it for a while because I just didn't have an opportunity. I was deep into school. I just didn't really get a chance to. I turned yeah. that game on, and it is the first game in a very long time that had me emotionally attached to the game within 10 minutes. Yeah. Yeah, I was just gonna say minutes, man. Like this, it's very effective. Yeah, I, I I jumped into it, and that that big guy, like that whole scene yeah. happened with him, and I was welling up. I, I was actually getting emotional at that fucking game, and I hated that I was. And the worst part about it is that I was getting emotional, and then I was like, "Well, fuck it, I've gone through it." And then my daughter says, "Hey, I want to play that." So I'm like, "All right, cool." Uh, yeah. So she sits on my lap and she starts playing it. She gets to that part. She fucking, she starts bawling, like full on sobbing. And now I've gone from I'm emotional to I'm sobbing with a, with a friggin' nine year old in my lap playing this game. And I'm sobbing with her. Like I'm just full on sobbing. There was a, a game a while ago that I think had a very like emotionally like invested ending. And I feel like it doesn't get enough enough credit, but Zelda Link's Awakening. Oh yeah, that, that old ass Game Boy Zelda. Yeah, where you find the guy in the corner in the in the hallway, sword. Yeah, and it's like the whole time you've just been being like sung to by some whale you're hallucinating in a dream or something. I don't. I don't really know. Oh yeah, but yeah, the windfish. Yeah, the windfish. <laughs> You gotta wake it up by collecting all the uh, eight magical instruments. Yeah, on the original Game Boy, we uh, we got we all three of us got Game Boys in that game at the same time way back in the day. Yeah. yeah. Do you guys remember the Four Seasons? Fuck yeah. Heck yeah. Moving on. No, wait. The Four Seasons. 
or is it? Yeah, we how, Oracle of the sorry, Seasons Oracle and Oracle of the, of the Ages. Yeah, yeah that's Oracle what it was. Yeah, yeah. But those games were in tandem. Like if you actually yeah. played the games together, they could directly affect each other or some shit like that. Yeah, just so you couldn't fuck me again, because we each got one of those games. We got I got Oracle of the Ages, I think, and you got Oracle of the Seasons. Yeah, I it went was out for Game Boy Color. I went out and then I bought Oracle of the Seasons as well, so I could play both and get all the fucking items. <laughs> just so you couldn't fuck me. Ow. Yeah. You're too smart for me, boy howdy. I learned from, from Four Swords. Oh, uh, I think that might have been chronological. All right. Did, did I miss anybody with uh so. did I miss anybody with the game rotation? I don't think I did. All right, moving on to the next question. You're solid. Uh do you have a oh no, actually actually fuck, I didn't answer the question for for remedy for gamers block. Actually, oh. Shadow, you didn't answer yeah, the I question. Yeah, I didn't either. Yeah, fuck. Okay, so Zyber, what's your remedy? Um, I'm actually gonna say, like, in all honesty, I find porn helps. <laughs> hey. Fucking masturbation. I called it. Hey, it did. What about you, Shadow? You got a remedy for it? Yeah, it's called playing Civ Five for like a week or two until you hate yourself and realize you need to do something else. Understandable. Actually, my my cure for gamers block is I get it all the time. I've been playing games for a very very long time. What I find is I get gamers block on a specific medium, so I'll get it on console or I'll get it on PC or I'll get it on handheld. And what I'll do is I'll shift my focus. So, for instance, I'll get gamers block on a console, so I'll switch over to PC and I'll play more simulation games like. For instance, Elite Dangerous. That's been my latest one that I've broken out of my block with. Um, and then when I got kind of blocked on that, I when I got blocked on simulation, I switched over to, well, Resident Evil 2. Um, and after this, I'll probably switch over to something more action-ish versus survival. Uh, and then I'll probably kick right back into The Long Dark again, which is a fucking fantastic game. So I've got I've got games that I go to when I'm blocked on a specific genre because I get game blocked, but I get game blocked on like a console or a medium or a genre, and I'll shift gears into other genres. And thankfully, there's so many fucking games out there that I can shift gears like that, and I'll never without something. All right, next next question. Outside of the basic American domestic beers, what is a beer you feel needs to be banned, and what is a brew? That's a re- uh, redemption from that same brewery. Okay. All right. I, I've got that. Actually, you know what? I'm going to answer this first because I've already got it right off the bat. I love Dogfish Head. I absolutely love it. They make this weird like sequentia beer that's almost, it's almost a sour. And I, I friggin' hate sours. It is gross. And it needs to be banned from ever being sell, sold ever again. However, their redeeming beer, it also came out around the same time, I believe, or I found them at the same time, is their Flesh and Blood IPA. That Flesh and Blood IPA is frigging amazing. In fact, if I can't get a hold of 120, it is my favorite IPA by Dogfish Head. It is so flavorful. It's, a, it's, got, it's got a great alcohol content. It hits you hard, but it doesn't hit you hard enough that a six-pack is going to mess you up real bad. It's not like the 90 minutes where you drink a six-pack of that and you wake up outside half-naked you know, with a squirrel dry humping you. Well, Cecil, a little bit of information. I follow Dogfish Head, and they did just re-up the stock on the Flesh and Blood. Fucking right, dude. Dude, there's a there's a restaurant right near me that has flesh and blood on tap. 
fucking amazing. What about you, Zyber? What do you got for uh, for beers that need to be banned and redemption beer? All right, I'm going to be a little consistent on uh, on this because it is from what I'm drinking right now, the Collective Arts Brewing. Uh, the UK series Jam Up the Mash is a dry hop sour. I did not like it. But their absolute redemption is hopefully they come out with it again this summer. Um, it's the uh, Juicy Mango Smoothie. That was absolutely fucking delicious. And I have to go back to Burlington to go to the one place that Shinzu is going to take me for their mango uh, juicy. Yes, Foam. It's a brewery called Foam, and it's actually quite delicious. Nice. What about you, uh, Article? I know you don't drink that much anymore, but you got any, any input on this one? I can't name... All right, all right. Uh, I uh, don't, name... don't, hold on, hold on. Uh, I'll allow you to do strains. Oh, okay. No, 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 no. I, no, I do have, I, hang on, I do have input. Um, but I can't name a beer, like a redemption beer from the same brewer. Uh, but there's a this beer called Tiger Beer. And I think it's, it's brewed in like Singapore. And it's, uh, I think you can find it in places. And it's awful. I mean, it's bad. It's really, really shitty. It's like like Singapore's Bud Light or something. Like it's oh it's, god, it's bad. So that I would like to see banned. Um, a redemption beer is the black. I think is it blackberry wheat or blueberry wheat that Long Trail Ale. It's like that seasonal flavor they do, but it's yeah, it's a really good beer. It's a blueberry wheat ale. Yeah, it's fucking delicious. Nice. But you, Shadow, you got any input on this? Uh, I don't really drink, so no. Yeah, you bastard. Yeah, I know. What are you, Shinzu? So I honestly, I don't even know. Um, so the question is, like, what domestic beer would I like to see, like, banned? Not necessarily domestic, just what beer is so Outside awful. of American domestic. Yeah, what, what beer is so awful that you just, want to, you just want it to fucking go away? See, my problem is that like my state has so many microbreweries that I like I haven't really had any beer that's been like outside of the United States. That's all right. Well, in what do you such got? a long time. So I mean, like the only beer. Well, I hold on, hold say, on, hold on. I, I think you're missing the thing of American domestic. American domestic to me is like Budweiser, Milwaukee. All right. Well, I can definitely Miller. say that Nar- Narragansett can go to hell. <laughs> all no right. No more Narragarys. Those things are done. And we all know those American domestics outside of the craft brews are shit anyways. Are you, you're, you're... <laughs> uh, I mean, like, I just, I wish, so there's a local brewery around here that makes a, um, oh, crap, I'm drawing a complete blank on it. It's a, uh, give me a second. <laughs> you're killing sumac. me. I know, it's a sumac beer. It's what? Uh, sumac it's a sumac, not a not a poison sumac. They actually go out and they pick uh, sumac, and you can have like sumac tea, and it makes the beer like I'd say like almost tastes like a sour Jolly Rancher. Oh Christ, I hate sours. And it's super good. Well, it's not it's not super sour though. It's not like a a gose or like a. Um, it's like a good sour. Yeah, it's like a good sour, and it's delicious. But I didn't see that they had it at all this year, because I guess the the. Uh, the weather just didn't allow for good sumac picking because the worms got too, too fast. All right. All right. 
What about you, D? You got any input here? He's off pissing. Fuck him. Let's close the show. All right, fine. Fuck it. Cyber, where can people find you at? Well, you can find me palling around on the GNA podcast. Or, uh, wait, yeah, I'm here. Yeah, I hope you're here. Um, you can find me palling around on the GNA Discord, Facebook, Twitter, the Zyber Games Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Anywhere else, just hit the links on the sites. Nice. Where are you, Arkel? Where can we find you at? Uh, right here. Uh, outstanding CF2 is my Xbox Live tag. And I'll be in your dreams. Yeah, you will. Are you shut up? Uh, actually, no. Let's go to Shinzu. Shinzu, where can we find you at? People can find me rolling around here on the GNA podcast, just like Cyber, as well as the GNA Discord. You can also find me on Twitter. Handle is Secret Solvent, all one word. That's Secret Solvent, all one word. You can also find me at Twitch under the same name of Secret Solvent, where hopefully after Cecil and I can sit down, we can actually find a game we can start digging into on uh, Wednesdays again. Fuck yeah. What about you, Shadow? Where can we find you at? Uh, MorganBS.com has all my links to the About Me. And technically I'm on the GNA Discord, but I've been kind of absent recently. So tag me and I'll eventually see it. All right, D, you there? Shit, you know what? I, after drinking, realized, I was like wondering, why did you guys just skip over me when I started talking? I had it on mute. Where can people find you at, man? <laughs> people can find me on my website, microbrewgamers, uh, with a Z instead of an S, dot com. People can also find me on uh, YouTube as microbrewgamers, uh, Twitter, Twitch, Instagram, Facebook, and of course, I've got my own Discord along with, I'm usually on, GNA's Discord and Yadud Gamers, and also... Josh of all trades. Uh, that's if he's not muted. Yeah, but I'm not muted. Honestly, some of the best conversations I've ever had with him was when he's muted. Probably right. Next, next. And I'm Cecil Xavier, your host. You can find me at uh, notmutingmyself.com. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Cecil versus Games. You can find me on Facebook, Ustream. Twitch, Mixer, all them as uh, Cecil Xavier. You can also find me tooling around the GNA Discord, as well as uh, Josh of All Trades, the Battle Sloth Discord, TPCs, Yeah Dude Gamers, Geek Squash, Microbrew Gamers Discord, Mulehorn Gaming's Discord, uh, Matman's Discord, a whole bunch of Discords there. I'm on so many fucking Discords. I'm trying to read down the line and I'm just, I'm missing some shit. Anyways, we hope you enjoyed the show. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe on your favorite podcast listening device or fucking app. Uh, reviews help people find the show. So if you enjoy listening to us, help other people find it. Uh, let's see here. I'm not reading anything, so I'm trying to do this from memory. Fucking sucks. We're on Spotify. Check us out on Spotify. Yeah, so we're finally there. You can, fo- you can follow us on Facebook and Twitter. Just search at GNA Podcast, all one word. We've partnered with Humble Bundle. Humble Bundle is a game purchasing service. It's actually pretty cool. It all revolves around charity. So you get a bundle of games, you decide what you want to pay, and you decide where you want that payment to go. So you can put it all to charity. You can put all the developers. Just what we ask is put that question mark partner equals GNA podcast at the end of whatever link you have. Or if there's a question mark in the link, just delete everything after that question mark and put partner equals GNA podcast. That lets them know we sent you there. When you see that slider bar, slide that slider bar for GNA Podcast all the way down to zero. We don't want your money. 
We want you to give it all to the charity or to the developers. They're the important people. We just want to know that you, we sent you there. So it shows up on the numbers here for us so that we can see, you know, you went over there and we sent you there. You'd be very proud of me because when I bought Resident Evil 2, I actually added it this time. Fuck right, dude. Now, see, that's what I'm talking about. See, you're at least you're on the show and you're remembering it versus me half the time. I yeah, every time I buy a game, I go to Humble first. Exactly. So if you're going to go get a game and you're going to get it for PC, go check it out. Go see if it's on Humble Bundle first, because it might be there. And if it is there, you can donate to charity at the same time. You can even get your Switch games there. You can. They have Switch games there now as well. So for the month of January, we've actually made $28.35 for charity. Now, it's not much, but you know what? If we make $28.35 every single month, it'll eventually add up. And that's the cool part. So it's all for charity. That's the whole point of it. If you like anime, join us anime nights, Sunday nights at, uh, it's, what is it? 7.30 at night? When do we start? Yes. 7.30? Yeah. So join us 19.30 at night, We Eastern time. We're watching Fighting Spirit right now. It's a boxing one. We've gone through a bunch of them. We've gone through Monster. We've gone through Gundam Wing. We've gone through uh, Seven Deadly Sins. We've gone through a bunch of them. Uh, honestly, I've been there for a lot of it, but there's been a few of them that just haven't really captured my fancy. So I've turned them on. I've been there, but I've been kind of checking out. But anime, anime night is always fun. We get a group of people together. We watch anime and we either tear it apart or we say how much we like it or we do both either way. We also have horror movie night. Horror movie night happens every second Saturday of the month where we watch a couple horror movies. We get together at nine o'clock on a Saturday night. It's the second Saturday night of every single month. We watch a couple horror movies. Sometimes they're B-rate horror movies. Sometimes they're really great. I mean, we've watched more horror movies like Event Horizon and I think Sinister. Oh, good. Good movie. Dude, Event Horizon's like one of my yeah, top Yeah, I'll, I'll also really like be that. dropping uh, the movies on the slate uh, probably either Monday or Tuesday. Excellent. We'll check them out. We'll see what's going on. And we've watched some really great B-rate horror movies too. So... If you just want to watch, like it's it, it's a mixed bag. You're gonna whatever horror movie you're gonna watch, it's gonna be a fun flick. It's either gonna be really really bad that that makes it good, or it's gonna be a good horror flick and you're just gonna really dig it. Um, I don't think we've watched all the Friday Thirteenth. Can 13th you dig it? Uh, we also do game show night. So by the time you hear this, game show night have, would have already gone by. But game show night is the first Saturday of every single month. We play Jackbox games, and we give away free Steam codes for whoever wins the game. And oftentimes, if there's not a lot of people who show up, you get a free Steam code for just showing up. Uh, we've got a shit ton of codes from Humble Bundle. I know I've got a shit ton of codes for Humble Bundle. Including, si, senor. Yeah, yeah, including games like I've got Blood 2 Full Metal Furies. I don't even know if I can have that. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Sniper Elite, uh, Tom Clancy's The Division, Yakuza Zero. Got a bunch of games to give away. They all come from Humble Bundle. So uh, check it out. Game show night, first Saturday of every month. Uh, get a chance to win some Steam codes. Check out our good friends. You can check out Remy and Tinks over on Bombshell Jackets, or you can check out Susan, Brian, and Carbonator, which I forget his name, and he'll probably kill me if he ever actually listens to the show, which I doubt he does. Dave? Dave, thank you. Fucking right. Good man. Uh, so check out Brian, Susan, and Dave on Three Player Co-op. Great people, great podcast. We love them. Um, we're all about spreading the love. 
you know, we're not, uh, if you're listening to us, great, but we also want you to listen to other good people as well. Jesus Christ, Shenzi, everybody's just posting ones in all sorts of other chats that don't, don't involve being a one. Anywho, I don't think I forgot anything, did I? No. Oh, good. Thank the fucking Lord. Well, thank you guys for showing up. Oh, fuck! I did forget something. Go check us out at our website, www.gnapodcast.com. We always throw up pictures there. The entire feed is up there. All the episodes. Go check it out. Um, Eventually, if I get some time on my hands, I'll update it more, but meh. Yeah, thank God I remembered that. Well, gentlemen, thank you so much for joining me tonight. I had a ball. I am very drunk. I'm at the end of this drink, and I'm pretty confident that if I don't go piss soon, I am going to piss in this chair. Have a good night. Have a good night. Good night, guys. Bye-bye. Sayonara. Sayonara.